0: There are six emergency exits Hello everybody This is Ron, your captain speaking
1: What's going on Seven Footers gang? We have so much fun, exciting news for you guys. Gerard and Jenna here, you guys know what it is. If you haven't noticed, we have a little bit of a a glow per se, a facelift.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, it's that the glow is up. Look at that. We got just the glow in up. time for a hot girl
1: fall and winter. <laughs> Wait, I thought, trying, is is it, a, I thought it was hot girl summer. I thought it was hot girl summer. the kids said that we could make it in fall and winter too? Or
0: oh, you trying to, you're trying to so. have hot girl fall I mean, too? I okay, three sixty five yeah. over here, Gerard. <laughs> Consistency is key. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we are a part of the Props <laughs> Network. I want to shout out uh, Kyle. And Sam, and all the good people out there who, you know, really helped us out um, with getting the show moved over to this platform. We're really excited to do stuff yes. with the Props Network. Uh, talk a little bit of gambling with you guys on our show. Really, really amped about it. Again, shout out to Sam, Kyle, uh, our good friend Dexter Henry, and Brian Fonseca, also over here with the to Tell podcast, NBA Exchange, uh, backpack broadcasting on the Props Network. Uh, so we're psyched for that. And Super producer Gregory Alcala, who's gonna really be helping us out. By the way, you guys see our fancy background. Greg, show them that background, man. Look at look how nice it is. I mean, we are the Seven Footers podcast, so you see, we got some Seven Footers back there. The legend Ralph Sampson. We see we got Arvidas Sabonis, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, and of course, the legendary Karina your
1: favorite. Football. And this is this is so exciting <laughs> because now we could do all those cool things that we can never do, like roll the tapes, Greg, or. Show, show the image, Greg. Like, we can do cool things now. Okay? Remember those days when we would pretend that we could do cool things like that? It's happening, guys. It only took a second.
0: Yeah, man. We Actually, appreciate Actually, a it. lot of those. Look, and listen... I mean, this is episode, like, 127, 128. It took us a while to get here, right? But we're happy. This is an awesome, awesome uh, platform. We're really looking forward to working with everybody. But, Jenna, let's get into it, man, because the association...
1: (sighs) Let's chop it up, Gerard. And let's start off on a good winning note here with the Chicago Bulls. The question is, are they the real deal after a victory against the Lakers the other night? DeMar DeRozan, in his debut season with the Bulls, drops 38, a career-high 38. And, I mean, he... Was on fire. This is after he was talking about how people had said that he was washed with the recent trades and everything that's been going on with him, 32 years old in his 13th season. I mean, what do you make of that performance alone, Gerard, before we get into the Bulls to start?
0: Uh, Look, DeMar was. (laughs) outstanding and look he's always been an outstanding player see this is why we got Greg here look at that man you're seeing you're seeing the great crowd the great video look at that look at that little move the mm. turnaround the fade right in Anthony Davis's grill money look man DeRozan had a hell of a game um we all know him as a mid-range master but he has expanded his game he was two or five if I'm not mistaken last night from three like he's he's shooting a three ball look if you a hooper if you're a ball player and you have skill You can add things to your game, and that's what he's done. And uh, uh, listen, we're going to talk about the Bulls, Jenna, because, look, remember what I said in our season preview? I was like, oh, you got this guy and this guy. So what, you're going to be a playing team? And I mean, (laughs) they (laughs) – So far, they've proven
1: me a little wrong. (laughs) They have proven everybody wrong. They've proven me wrong. Let me tell you, 10-4 and record to start the season. Again, we always say it's early, but it's never too early to talk about this run that they're on. And let me just say that Monday night's win against the Lakers, the LeBron James-less Lakers, just to add that in there for you guys out there in L.A., that (laughs) win against the Lakers was their first Against LA since 2016. Let that marinate in your mentals, as Gerard would say. That says a lot about this Bulls team, how far they've come.
0: Yeah, because I mean, they've been a dumpster fire forever, (laughs) right? But listen, and and remember what I said about Zach Levine this summer being around KD, Draymond, and all those guys Mm -hmm. on the Olympic team. Everyone who goes to the Olympics for the first time, those young guys, when they come back, they're like, oh, No, this is what it is. It's like that idea of, and everyone knows this, right? That idea of, oh, I know how to work hard, right? It's like, nah, when you're around KD and you're around Draymond and these other guys, it's like, oh, wait, that's championship level work ethic. I get it now. What I was doing was working, but it wasn't that kind of working. And you can see it, man. He put it into his game. I'm loving the highlights we're seeing from him right now. And and he's becoming more well-rounded, Jenna. It's not just scoring, right? He's, He's competing on defense. He's playmaking mm-hmm. a little bit like he's he's turning into a well and we got to give some props to Billy Donovan head coach like they've changed things. We talked about the bad culture in in in, in Chicago in the past with the Gar with the Gar uh, um administration. Now that they're gone, I- I'm loving what I'm seeing out of me out of and you
1: both. I mean, speaking of Levine, he added 26 points on Monday night, along with Lonzo Ball. Let's talk about Lonzo Ball for a second, because he's had. He's come out of this purgatory state that he was in of sorts. I mean, when you were with the Pelicans, that'll do that to you, but we'll get there again. But <laughs> that rolled right off the tongue there. But let me talk about Lonzo Ball <laughs> for a second because we got to talk about his shooting this season especially. He knocked down seven three-pointers the other night against the Lakers in a 27-point performance. Talk to me about his improved shooting because we have seen such a resurgence from him.
0: So... I bet the Pelicans could use a player like Lonzo Ball he could use right now. A lot now, more
1: huh? than that. <laughs> funny,
0: <laughs> funny, funny how that worked, don't it? Look, Lonzo, and he is the perfect player to play on this team, Jenna, because he is what we call a ball mover. When you give him the ball, it doesn't stick. He's not dribbling it nine thousand times, burning out the shot clock, and like forcing somebody. No, he is a quick pass, pass ahead kind of guy quickly moving the ball. You know, coaches always say the ball finds energy. Well, Lonzo gives it a supercharged boost of energy when he moves it, right? It doesn't stick in his hands. He's always looking to get the advantage. That's your goal in basketball. You're trying to create an advantage for your side against the bad guys. And Lonzo's hit ahead passing and his, and the way he moves the basketball is key to that. His shooting. I mean, remember when he first came in the league, we are like, Oh, we don't know if that shot's going to hold up. We're not sure. Listen, man, if he's able to shoot it at that clip at a 40% clip, hell, at a 38% clip for the whole season, listen. And if everybody on the Bulls playing how they're playing, Jenna, this is gonna be not a playoff, a play-in team. It's gonna be a playoff team. And they doing this without Vooch. Vooch is in helping safety protocol. <laughs> Very
1: true. Huge piece missing for the Bulls and they're still Winning and against teams that are slated to go to deep postseason runs. So, again, with your point that you just made with them possibly being a playoff team, because, again, it is early. Can do they have the tools and the guys right now to make a substantial playoff run?
0: I mean, Jenna, like, let me just pull up some numbers for you right now about the Chicago Bulls. So according to dunks and threes, as you know, my favorite stat to use when I'm breaking down teams ability. They are number five in adjusted net rating, number 13 in adjusted offensive rating, and number five in adjusted defensive rating. They have the 18th uh, strongest strength of schedule, right? So about middle hmm. of the road. Yo, So they're beating pretty good teams, right? And they are holding their own against pretty good teams, and they're blowing out bad teams. Yo, this team can guard their asses off. And Caruso is a big part of that. Lonzo, of course. Levine's getting better on that end, as I said. Listen, if now Vucevic is weak on defense, but again, he, he's been out with health and safety protocols. If they can just kind of, everyone's figuring this out. They got their roles together. Jenna, this, yeah, playoffs, not playing, playoffs. And And, and if they're a six seed and you're the three, look, man, I'm not saying you're not going to, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying you're going to beat them. You're not going to beat them, but you may not want to play them. They may be a five seed. What if it's Miami three, six versus the Chicago Bulls? Look, we know how how good Miami is that may be a rough and tumble seven gamer. It, it's, it's something I I am. I'm presently impressed. You know what? I always say, Jenna, 20 games at the 20 game mark. That's a quarter of the way through the season. We'll see where the bulls are, but if they are on this pace, 20 games in. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love to see it. I love to see these teams come in and just bring a new group of guys in. And especially when they're the underdogs and then, they do something like this. They prove that they can turn around the culture in a short time. I mean, it's very, very impressive, especially with that culture shift. So excited to see what we can, um, what they have in store for us the rest of the season. Let's talk about a little bit of foreshadowing here. MVP race is on. Mm. It's inevitable. We have some front runners and we are going to break down your mm. our top five MVP picks so far that mm. are leading the board. Okay, Gerard, how you want to do this? Let's mix it up here.
0: All right, we'll we'll, we'll we'll go back and forth. We'll start at the bottom with number five. Okay. Who was your number okay, five? My number Jenna?
1: five is my my dark horse of sorts, Paul George. <laughs> I feel like Ooh. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah because, because <laughs> we we judge MVP on so many different things. Of course, we always like to say it's a popularity contest. However, I strategically threw mm-hmm. Paul George in my lineup because as the season trickles down, we have short-term memory. We only remember what we're seeing at the very moment. So I'm counting on Paul George going on a major MVP campaign in the latter half of the season, and then Kawhi coming back to aid that campaign as well. So, And Paul George is also on my list because he was in the talks last season. He's been in recent conversations. So this is time for Paul George. It is his time. He just got engaged or married, whatever the heck it is. He's loving his life. His braids look great. It is time. It is time. And, and since it is a popularity contest, I love it. if he has those braids... <laughs> tight and right edges laid
0: we're gonna be we're gonna be good to go in all areas all areas i'm dead me and I'm you dead. both i love it shout out shout out to producer greg look at that man we got video up here with i like that picture number five for me i got we just talked about him demar Derozan, man look the bulls are 10 and 4 number five and adjusting that rating as i told you demar's doing it man like he listen we saw what he just did last night against the lakers he's scoring He's doing what he can on defense. Look, man, I'm just—if the Bulls continue on this way, he is a big reason. Of course, Lonzo, Alex Caruso, Zach. We talked about all that, but Demar, I got Demar in, in my number five spot.
1: Dang, Demar, man, he almost made my list, <laughs> but I was like, you know what, my boy Paul George, <laughs> I have such a good argument for him. So,
0: well, I, I'm gonna go four since you went right. So we'll go, we'll go so like every time you go, you go you go double when it's your turn. So my four. Is your man you just said, Paul George? I'm with you. Here's what Paul George is good at. Paul George is good at being the number one on a team. Like he's very mm-hmm. good at that. I think it's a little bit of a challenge for him to figure out how to do the two thing, not because of any kind of like he's selfish or whatever. It's just figuring out okay, if Kawhi is doing X, what works for me? Should I should I move off cuts from off, off screens? Should I cut to the rim more? Like I think he has a little bit of trouble when he's playing next against next to another dominant mm-hmm. superstar. But listen, we saw what he did for the Clippers last year in the playoffs. I mean, right? I mean, it was. that was Paul George. He was he was money, right? Uh, so yeah, I'm with you. Paul George is my number four. So I got DeRozan at five, George at four. Uh, who is your the number four playoff
1: pick? Um, my number <laughs> four is. This is kind of another dark horse pick. Probably not going to happen. Okay. Depending, you know, it's such a tight race. His age, you know, you never know. Donovan Mitchell. I think he's he's my okay, young okay, pick okay. for MVP. I think he's on track. And I think that within that class of guys that we talk about, that we associate him with, Booker, Jamal Murray, all of them, I really do think mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. a leg up on everybody with the way he's playing, with the roster that he's surrounded with, and the coaching down in Utah. I mean, there's no reason Donovan Mitchell shouldn't <laughs> Unless he gets in his own way. That's literally my true opinion. He has all the right tools, especially with Dwayne Wade in his ear, even closer than ever. I spoke with him before the season started Mm -hmm. and he had a very, very good mentality. He reflected on last season and said that he learned a lot. And he said that he actually wished that, um, he wished that it didn't go any other way because he he was able to learn so many things about himself in the adversity mm-hmm. that he went through with mm-hmm. the injury in the postseason, getting bounced out early on, and that whole narrative that Utah has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, I'm predicting huge things for him. I'll be very, very disappointed if he does not ball out on another level this this season.
0: All right, give your number three oh. as well.
1: My goodness, I wasn't ready. Um, my number three <laughs> is going to be, oh, you know, I hate to say it, but it's going to be Luca. I mean... It- <laughs> he's incredible there's no reason i mean aside from recent mm. injury hopefully mm. that he's all right i think i saw there was last no damage, night yep yep uh structurally mm-hmm.
0: no damage you gonna miss a couple games but yeah. you know yeah yeah well. i mean yep. he's
1: been playing well there's no reason for any of us to doubt him i mean there's not even an argument that a strong argument that i need to put up here like once you say the kid's name because literally <laughs> like look at the box score i mean and i know we don't base things solely on that but i mean His talent is just on another level. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest, Um, except for certain people um, named LeBron James. But that's another conversation.
0: (laughs) Listen, he best not be he best not be in your on your list is what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with my number three and my number two, because I I did five and four. So just to recap, at five, I have DeMar DeRozan at four. I had um, uh, Paul George. Number three. And this, this, see, this is tough. Like my, my top three, it's just, it's really hard because mm-hmm. you're literally splitting hairs mm-hmm. right now. My number three is Nikola Jokic. I mean, look, the Denver Nuggets, the reigning MVP is killing it right now. He's doing, he's averaging 26, 18, and six, which, pff, <laughs> like, listen to what I just said 26, 13, and He's ridiculous. Like, he's, he's out of control. His effective field goal percentage is 64%. True shooting 67, something of that nature. Um, I was telling producer Greg before the show win shares per 48, which is um, the estimated number of wins a player calculates per for 48 minutes. 48 minutes, of course, is the length of a regulation basketball game. League average Jenna is 0. 0.100. Nicole Jokic is 0.35. He is three and a half times better than league average, like he and he's doing this without uh. Michael Porter Jr. The, the bad back, which is unfortunate. I'm really worried about him. And he's doing it without Jamal Murray, who's recovering from uh, the mm-hmm. torn ACL. I mean, he he's on another level right now, Jenna. Like, right now, estimated minus in dunks in threes. three. He's number one in the league at plus 11.6. That means when you calculate the strength of his teammates and the opponents, he, every time he's on the floor, makes his team almost 12 <laughs> points better. That's ridiculous. Next closest person is eight points better, and that's Steph Curry. Like, that is wild. Like, he, listen, he won the MVP last year. He maybe be better this year. So it's Nikola Jokic. Uh, my number two, and again, tough, man. Tough, 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 tough. But, you know, I'm going to that city by the bay. Stephen Curry. Listen, the Warriors are 11-2. Best record in the whole entire association. Now, they had the easiest schedule all season so far. It starts ratcheting itself up. It, on this road trip, they played... Charlotte Hornets on Sunday night, lost a tough one. They're going, they're in Brooklyn tonight. I'll be at that game momentarily to play the Nets. Um, you know, that's that's going to be a, that's gonna be a good one. And, but Steph, Steph is doing it all right now. As I mentioned, he's number two, an estimated plus minus at 0. 0.82 points uh, per 100 possessions that he makes his team better. He's top five in win shares per 48, leads the league in three-pointers made and three-pointers attempted, and he's not even shooting it that well yet. And he's leading, and he's second in the league in scoring. I mean, when he hits that hot streak, which you know is inevitable, sheesh, and when they get Clay back, good God, look out. All right, Jenna, who is your number one?
1: Did I name all of them?
0: Or two, you, you, or, do you, you have, or do you have two oh, and I have one? two and one. You okay. did Paul George, you had Paul George, you had um,
1: Luca,
0: uh, Luka Doncic, Donovan, Somebody else and Don, Don, Donovan Luca. Okay, so you got two and one. Give me your two Yeah, and one.
1: Um, I'm gonna kick myself for not including Giannis on this, but I'm just gonna not include him because damn it, share, just share. Well, so,
0: and, the, and the bucks are below 500, exactly, so.
1: Exactly, but I just wanted to clarify that before people get up on my mentions because they love to bully you, girl. Um, <laughs> my two are Stephen Curry as number two. And then Mm. number one, Kevin Durant, of course. I mean, it's inevitable, you know, (laughs) you already explained all the damn reasons. So I'll just say that going off of your point that Steph Curry um, has the most three pointers made all time, or he passed, he just passed Ray Allen. And that's including, Mm -hmm. he passed Ray Allen, including the playoffs. And this is already, it's, only not only but like it's in the prime of his career you know how many good years of shooting mm-hmm. he has oh, left yes, like yes, I don't yes. think we're ready for the oh, yeah. the accomplishments he's still has to um you know reach so just putting that to perspective there and he's also thinking of other aspects that he's had to go through recently um with you know Taking over for in the place of Clay Thompson, which was a huge loss. And Clay's been gone. Let's be serious. Look at the league last time Clay played. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris mm-hmm. Ball was on the Rockets. Like, let's just put that into perspective. So, Stephen Curry's mm-hmm. had to do a lot in terms of keeping this team afloat and together and keep the chemistry alive as they've gone through so much adversity. And when I say adversity, meaning like they were last year's dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. And mm-hmm, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, we don't even need to play that game already now. Like, just, just go take a look at it. <laughs> I ain't even imagine on this one.
0: Well, of course, you know who my number one is the seven foot, easy money sniper in Brooklyn leads the league in scoring 29.6 points per game, eight rebounds, five assists. Uh, his shooting splits, Jenna, 58, 42, 84. Absurd. 63%. Effective field goal percentage, 68% true shooting. He's shooting 68% on two-point shots. And we know he's a master of the mid-range. So this ain't all dunks and layups. Nobody has ever shot that high and uh, in terms of uh, scoring from two-point range with that many points per game since Shaquille O'Neal. And what's the difference between Shaq and Kevin Durant? Shaq scores all his buckets around the basket. Durant shoots threes and mid-range. I mean, he is at the stage of his career, Jenna, where... Coming off the Achilles tendon, I mean, he clearly is not the same athlete he once was. But, I mean, height and shooting, <laughs> apparently that doesn't change, <laughs> right? Like, doesn't matter if you, have, if you have a repaired Achilles or not. Like, if you're tall and you can shoot, I mean, he's just, he is literally, as people say, a cheat code. And I say this all the time, Jenna. When he misses a shot, it ain't about the defense that was played he just misses, right? Like, because he can get to his spot on the floor and rise up over just about anybody and connect. And 71% from mid-range. I mean, it's just, he's he's insane. Now, I do have a worry about him though, Jenna. And I know I've, I've, sh- I've shared this with you. With James Harden still working himself back into shape and he's get, he's getting better. And with Kyrie AWOL, because he didn't to take a vaccine, the Nets are leaning heavily on Durant right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what I, listen, these 82 games aren't the games that matter. It's the 16 that you got to win come April, May, June. And, you know, this is something to keep an eye on. I mean, he's averaging about 36 minutes a game. Too many minutes for my liking um, right now. So, you know, the Nets are going to have to start figuring some things out. But, I mean, he is – I mean, Jenna, he's sublime right now. Like, nothing on the basketball court looks difficult for him to do at any – he just moves at his own pace. All right, I'm going to get to my shot right here. I'm just going to pull up and shoot. Cool. We good. I mean – it's ruthless efficiency. He's he's a machine.
1: I mean, I thought that he would go through a little bit of a slump when he got back from the Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah,
0: I guess we're not to be, gonna didn't. guess we're
1: not gonna do that. We're just gonna go right in and just
0: no. We're just gonna go yeah, go back to being best player in basketball.
1: Yeah, it's just you know, and it's fine. You, you, I you feel do. like like players like him, LeBron, you know, those select few, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. cool. It must be so cool to sit there before a game in the locker room every night and be like, "Yo, I'm really about to go <laughs> shit on them tonight. Like I'm about to go. Like they don't even know what's coming. They don't even know. Only I know. Jenna, like I wish I had those superpowers. That's all.
0: So it's so funny that it's so funny that you say that because you know me. Like I am greatness is something not just in sports but just in life is something that fascinates me. Like imagine doesn't matter what it is. Whatever your job is, accounting, neurosurgeon, it doesn't matter. Imagine being the best player or the best person in the world at that thing. It's like, what? Like, (sighs) I don't even know like what that mind space is like. Right. Like I always say, I wish I was one one thousandth as good as anything as he is at at, at basketball. Right? Like I mean, it's just like it's unbelievable. But you know, of course, a lot of that is talent and ability, but uh, I was at an event last night and Bruce Brown from the Nets, they were doing the city jerseys. And, you know, um, one of the people asked him, Bruce, you know, what's it like playing with around James Harden, Kevin Durant, all these career, all these awesome elite players. And he was like going through all of them. And he's like, you know, said good things about all of them. He got to Kevin Durant. He goes, the thing about Kevin Durant is, you know, how people, you always hear him say he practices everything at game speed. Bruce is like, that is no joke. Everything he does is at game speed. And, the reason why you get to be as good as Kevin Durant, you have to work, man. That's that's work. You don't just roll out of bed. I mean, he makes it look like he just rolls out of bed and just drops 30, but the way you're able to do that is by putting in countless hours. Of, I mean, the amount of time, the amount of basketballs he shot in his lifetime were probably somewhere in the who knows crazy millions, right? But that's the that's the repetition. It's rinse repeat, rinse repeat. That kind of dedication and commitment to your craft, all these guys Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, James Harden, like these the greats, these great players. That's how you're able to be great is by just consistently doing it over and over and over and over.
1: I love, I, good, I love to hear it, Gerard. You know, you know, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, the man's unbelievable. It's out of control. I mean, you know, what's also unbelievable. A couple teams that completely suck. I just, there's no way around it. <laughs> There's no way around it. So in, in what we like to call a little um, segment, that's not really a segment, but it is one because we're just crowning our dumpster fires of the week.
0: <laughs> I love it, Craig. This team is a dumpster This fire. is it.
1: <laughs> yes. Hot, ga- hot I garbage. I keep forgetting about our new cool labels and <laughs> stuff know. down there. It's, it's Check great. it out right over there. <laughs> um, anyway, let's pretend I didn't just do that. Um <laughs> Start with your dumpster fire, Gerard. Hit me with the nastiest team of the week. I mean, or it's got to be the Pelicans, the right? Season so far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's got to it's be the Pelicans, right? Like, I, I just, like, I, look, I get it. No Zion, all that. But, yo, can I ask you a question, Jenna? Always. Do you have any idea what direction it is the New Orleans Pelicans are going in. I mean, besides bottom, but like what their, what David Griffin's plan is, uh, what, you know, what new coach Willie Green, I mean, yeah. and this is not fair. Willie Green, he, he's 14 games into his, so I'm not even take Willie Green out of it. This is not his fault. You trade away Lonzo Ball and you bring in Devontae Graham
1: because why? Yeah, that's all part <laughs> of um the Pelicans' non-plan that they, that they have, mm. they they don't have a plan. They don't have a blueprint. No offense, somebody get up in here and talk to Zion, because because a lot so of other reasons. I, I'm hearing some but things. W- what the hell I'm are hearing you some hearing, some things hearing about Zion? Need to know,
0: I am hearing that a lot of the exaggeration about the weight and him not playing anytime soon overstated. Allegedly, he'll be back sooner than we know. And he's going to be ready to take the league by storm. Now, look.
1: I love it. Could
0: it be it could just be it could just be somebody talking out the ass. As you know, in our business, people lie to us all the time. But that's as Oh
1: my god! I love it. Craig,
0: Craig, 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 craig Craig's got the craig got the picture of Zion up in his bucket hat. Look, I mean, we when Zion played last year, we saw what that was. I mean, he was. He was great. I mean, he was a. He was a, the best low post scorer in the league. I mean, he had a 78%. Like, I mean, he was shooting something ridiculous on the field. I mean, you couldn't – you can't stop him. His second jump ability, we know all that. The question is, when is that going to happen? And we'll see. If he's back and then New Orleans gets on a little run, maybe. I mean, it's still early, but, you know, being one in 14 or two and whatever they are, it's, you know, eek. Oh,
1: God. That's terrible up in there. I mean, I, who do they even have? Like –
0: I mean, Brandon Ingram's been been hurt, so he hasn't played every game. Like, I mean, look with Brandon Ingram and and Lonzo. I mean, it's Lonzo, geez, because they need Lonzo. That's why I keep saying Lonzo's mm-hmm. name? With Brandon and and Zion, that's a pretty good one-two scoring punch. The problem is, I don't love their perimeter creation. I mean, look, Nikhil Alexander Walker's nice and all, but okay. <laughs> um, Devonte Graham, already talked about him, right? You got you brought in Valanciunas. I mean, he he's got to score the ball on the inside. So when Zion comes back, now you got the clogged lane. Like, I just don't, again, I'm not exactly sure what the plan is in New Orleans.
1: They don't seem like they have one. Um, at least that's, we haven't heard one or a direction at least that they're going in. So that that should be interesting. At least when we get Zion back, I shouldn't even say, wait, it's embarrassing. Why am I associating myself? <laughs> um, when they get Zion back, hopefully they have some sort of direction or they start winning games. Because if not, I see a very potential nasty breakup down the road because how many years mm-hmm. has it been and how many years how many head coaches has he had what three
0: three three head coaches in three yeah. years
1: so i mean I, i'd be a little unhappy mm-hmm. too like hey why do i gotta move every month per se you know what i'm you know what i mean it's like yeah, moving yeah. every month yeah. almost um so yeah or every year you know what i'm saying but anyway, no, I got you. my my dumpster fire team, I would have taken the Pelicans, but I was like, you know what? I don't want it to be boring. Let me like switch it up a little bit because <laughs> there's enough <laughs> shitty teams in the league to go around. Um <laughs> let's talk about the Rockets. Uh they're they're Woo! one and thirteen. They're one and thirteen. They lost to the Grizzlies the other night. The Grizzlies have, I think, I mean, like what, listen, worse? Don't, no, don't. no, no, no.
0: Don't kill Don't kill my Grizzlies. They're all uh, right. Yeah,
1: they're all right. Sorry, I was thinking of the Timberwolves, <laughs> who are absolutely worse than the Rockets. <laughs> oh,
0: the Timberwolves. Jeez. Yeah. So,
1: but yeah, they lost to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies went on a 20-0 run in the third quarter. Like, what? Like, are, are we okay? They're all 40 at one point y- yeah. in that game. and yeah. I get it. They have Jalen Green, who is my pick for Rookie of the Year, but like, Jalen Green is not going to come in here and be the 18-year-old that saves uh, everybody. Sorry, it's not going to Jalen
0: gonna Green. Jalen Green ain't winning okay. shit. Evan Mobley bought the win Rookie of the Year. Oh, again, you Book woke it. up and chose Book violence it. today um, with your I words. Sure did. With your words, as
1: Kuzman would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Rockets. I mean, I, Silas needs to do something, and I don't know if it's a lineup change um, or if they need that yet. But they need they need to hit some people uh, when the market opens because. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? Like,
0: yeah, one in 13. I'm, I mean, I, I feel bad for coach Steven Silas. You know, I mean, this is not what he signed up for. He thought he was getting James Harden and get to like do his thing. And then it was like, nah, Harden's like, I'm out. Send me to Brooklyn. Yep. Like it's, it's rough. But look, they're rebuilding clearly. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. Um, they're, they're sticking with their young guys. Right. Um, Jay Sean Tate, uh, Christian Wood, you know, they, they, they got some players. The thing about young guys is young guys typically don't know how to play by and large. Right now, this sanguine, right? All all these awesome guys. Thanks, Greg. um, Scotty Barnes can play, right? Evan Mobley can play. But like for the most part, rookies, because they don't, they don't, they don't know that. How do I be about we and me simultaneously? That's hard for a lot of rookies. They know how to get their own and do their own thing. But this is a team game. So how do I do me and we at the same time? And that, that takes time. Right for most rookies, you gotta you gotta learn how do I impact the game in other ways. Right, shot ain't falling like right now. If Jalen Green doesn't have the ball in his hands, what what does he do?
1: True, actually. Yeah,
0: exactly. Nothing. Exactly. He's still exactly. gonna win Literally, rookie of the year. Greg nothing. agrees. Listen, he ain't winning shit. It's gonna be Evan Mobley. Mobley's on a listen. The Cavs are. We gotta talk about the Cavs. I think next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch them in person. Uh I think because they nest run a back to back, so they'll play. That's a tough back to back for the Nets. They got Golden State tonight, Cleveland tomorrow night, and Cleveland's good with Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. That is
1: Cleveland's not that's, as bad. That's a, that's a nice Guess little. I thought they were going to be no.
0: And I think honestly, Colin Sexton being out is kind of actually helping them. And
1: you know what? Out. All the rumors about him kind of <laughs> being the the diva child. Yeah. I mean, yeah per uh-huh. se, no, just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh-huh, yeah. um, why do you exactly, think Kevin exactly. Love was a little pissed? No, I'm kidding. I don't know that. I was totally <laughs> assuming that.
0: <laughs> Correct. Ball hog. Exactly. Exactly. No, they're, they're playing a lot better. Like, I'm, Yeah.
1: Oh, and you know who yep. also yep. is a dumpster fire? We don't need to go into it because they speak for itself. Uh, the Magic.
0: Oh, well. I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, we knew that was going to happen with the Magic, right? Like, they just.
1: Oh, yeah. God. That yeah. gives you chills. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you a little chills, you know uh, what I'm saying? Um uh, why, why you got my boy Scotty Pippen on the show, run, Gerard? Why you got my uh, boy
0: here? Cause your man Scotty's wild and look, <laughs> I want to be clear about
1: that.
0: <laughs> Scotty Pippen, one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, a member of the NBA 75th anniversary team, a six-time NBA yes. champion. He's made multiple all NBA, all-stars, all defensive teams. Um, you know, uh, formed the great duo with Michael Jordan. You know, uh, yeah, he he was like that. Okay, Scotty is out here trying to sell those that memoir in his book, and you know, he's saying some pretty wild and outlandish things. Um, we kind of knew this was coming because The Last Dance came out, and Scotty didn't like how he was portrayed. But I mean, yo, Scotty, MJ was executive producer. You knew how that was gonna go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um. It is it is it is one of those things where Scotty has not liked how he's been portrayed. I love that Greg Jordan going off for fifty two. Scotty it's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scotty does not like how he was portrayed because his entire story and how people view him is always going to be linked to the great Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. Now, some people might say, if I gotta be, you know, called a Robin or be the Batman, be the Robin of somebody's Batman, that ain't a bad person to be the Robin to somebody's Batman, too, right? I get it. Um, but Scotty wants to tell his own story. He wants to. He wants to be out there. Greg, I know you got some good audio or video. of Scotty saying something wild over there. Um, put, put something up because your man he's, he's just he bugging. So this was, <laughs> oh man, he, 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 this is Scotty talking about. Um, I think the, the back game. So one of the things he says is is that everyone talks about the flu game, yeah. but nobody talks about a bad bat game. And it's like, well, Scotty, like the thing about the flu game was Jordan was unreal in the flu game. Yeah, like I don't understand. In in, in the bad back game, as Mamani Jones said, you played like you had a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean. Not quite the same thing, my guy. Like, it's a little tough. And look, I understand, right? He wants to be the author of his own story and not get caught up in the Michael Jordan mythos. But my dude, that ship has sailed already, right? Like, the further and further we move away from that time period, the legend and the mythos of Jordan is going to only grow and grow and grow. I mean, it's already upsized as it is. It's only going to get bigger. So that is what it is. I will say this, you know, (laughs) he's so funny. He's talking about how the Warriors cannot claim being the greatest team of all time, that 73 and 9 team, because his Chicago Bulls team then went 72 and 10. Even though the Warriors won one more regular season game, they did not win the title. As you famously know, Jenna, they blew a 3-1 lead to the uh Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron yes. James and lost, lost the NBA mm-hmm. finals. Uh, I will say this about that. So Scotty was saying, okay, if we break down any one of our 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 three P teams, particularly our second one. And we go player for player versus the warriors. We're just better everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know about that, my guy. So he says that Luke Longley is better than Draymond green. Oh, I'm sorry. Dennis Rodman is better than Draymond green. Wrong. I love Dennis Rodman, And I'll, and I'll say this Dennis Rodman, I might even give him the edge as the better defender, but Draymond green is a hub on offense. Yes. He doesn't shoot. However, Draymond brings the ball up, initiates the offense, split cut action with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson can pass like nobody's mm-hmm. business. Draymond is a much better facilitator on offense than Dennis Rodman ever was, so he's better than Dennis Rodman in that regard. And they're close enough in defense. He says, um, obviously Steph Curry better than Ron Harper. Okay, I mean that's duh. Uh, yeah, come on now. <laughs> the one, the. Klay uh, Thompson and Michael Jordan. Uh, of course, Michael Jordan gets that edge, obviously. And then he says, Kevin Durant versus me. You could go either way. <laughs> Yo, I was dying. <laughs> you could go either way. Um,
1: I don't think Do so. Do they lead to God. the same destination, which is Kevin Durant? <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> Listen. Again, Scotty, one of the all-time greats, one of the great perimeter defenders of all time, a great point forward, all that. Listen, Scotty got nothing for Kevin Durant, nothing for the seven-foot sniper, literally nothing. You, You drop Kevin Durant down into the 90s, they'd be like, what is this alien doing shooting the ball from all over the place that tall? Yeah, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. <sighs>
0: Scotty, I love, I-, I love you, buddy. I love you, but you wildin'.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Didn't we talk about this already? He's selling bourbon, isn't he?
0: He's selling his bourbon or rum. He's selling a book. Listen, he's just, he's just out here, man.
1: He man, here. come on. See, this is like how you tarnish these years of incredible, great you see,
0: work. You, you see, you see what I'm saying. This is, this is what uh, I'm saying, you know, buddy. This is how you. This is how you tarnish your legacy. Like you're not helping, guy. Like nobody's out here caping for you like this. this
1: no, thing. I mean, if anything, like my plan would be mostly like kissing MJ's ass my whole life, so I could, you know, <laughs> you
0: know,
1: go, go to the golf club or um, course. I said clubs because I don't know golf.
0: Um, yeah, 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 golf club. So yeah.
1: I can do cool elite things. Like, come on. I mean. I just... He's doing it all wrong. I mean, you got to kiss his ass.
0: All wrong. All wrong. Listen, God love you, Scotty, but nah. Oh, man.
1: What a... Yikes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another thing that made me say yikes as well is the fact that we have to give Katie some more flowers (laughs) because... (laughs) <laughs> Gerard made the show run today and said that we have to do this. So I'm only doing well, this John, so I don't get fined.
0: <laughs> we are the Seven Butters basketball podcast. So I mean, no. why not pay why not pay some more tribute to yes. Maybe one of our Patriots. Yes, you're,
1: no, you are right. This is my unbiased uh, attempt at giving Katie his flowers. No, I'm kidding. Let's talk about the man that is leading the NBA in scoring. I mean, 29 points per game, pretty much, um, you know, I'm estimating here. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. career highs in numbers that he's putting up, and literally it's the first quarter of the season. I mean, off the Achilles, (laughs) just new team, new city, I mean, we've already been through this before, but like, aka 10 minutes ago, but like,
0: <laughs> it's
1: unbelievable. It really is. I can't believe what we are seeing. And we, we have to also forget he's not, he's not extremely young anymore either. So, no, I mean, no. the f- things that we're seeing him do, I mean, it, we haven't really seen it before, arguably.
0: Um, You know, what's so interesting, Jenna? So Jonathan Sharks from The Ringer wrote an article, um, Greg, if you want to pull that up, the link's in the show notes, and it talked about the changing rules in the NBA and how a lot of the game scorers like Trey Young and James Harden are finding things to be a little difficult for them. Um, but one seven-foot sniper, Kevin Durant, not finding any, d- any difficulties at all, right? He's still managing to get out there and, and do what he does, and I mean, Jenna, it. The reason why you know, of course, he's my favorite player in the league right now. But the reason why I, I, I'm talking about him in, in, in this way is just we have to appreciate this because, as you said, he's not a young man, he's 32, will be 33. I want to say later this year, he or next year, he'll this is the back end of his career. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's retiring tomorrow, but he's got more years behind him than in front. yes, and you know, he's shooting 64% two-point range i got it all down here on 14.1 twos per game uh his ability to get to his spots on the floor and not only that jenna make the right basketball play when he first came into the league he could score 20 points right out right mm-hmm. off the gate as a rookie i mean he was we, we knew we could score the ball but and this is something he's always said what people don't appreciate is the full evolution of his game and you see the top five scorers in points per touch. So Durant touches the ball less than just about anybody, right. In terms of full on, uh, full on uses, but he gets 0.427 points per touch. And that's because he's so economical. He doesn't have to dribble the ball and search out for, where am I going to get to my spot? Catch, shoot mm-hmm. rise, pull up. Like he amazing 29.6 points per game, but he can read the game. So well, Jenna knows exactly where the double's coming from. Knows how to get it involved and to get it to a teammate. When Harden's on the floor, He knows how to play. Oh, okay. I'm going to play this role. I'm going to Harden be the maestro. I can just, you know, get lines off, catch and shoot, pass to open guys. Oh, Harden's off the floor. Cool. I can go into point Durant mode. I mean, he is the most malleable superstar I think we've ever had. And in that, what I mean by that is you can put him next to anybody else and it will work because of the way in which he plays the game, right? You could also make the entire offense centered around him and it will work, right? That is... That's a skill. And it's again because of that size and because of that of that, that availability. Leads the league, of course, in number 30 point games a season with seven. And, you know, again, basketball fans, just marvel and be excited that in this generation, you've had Steph Curry, LeBron James, mm-hmm. James Harden, Kevin. Dur- I mean, this is this is otherworldly, man. Like, you know, the, the old heads love to talk about, well, back in my day, blah, 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 and all this. Yo, man, that's all well and good. But let me tell you about these dudes in this, in this era right now these dudes and these he, all everyone who I mentioned these are all timers all time great players when it's all said and done you'll see what they rank
1: ooh i love it oh man <laughs> your dialogues give me chills at least three times per episode it's,
0: it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing i try i try all
1: right well as we know we can catch KD Playing against his old Warriors and we are about to witness potentially if the Warriors keep up mm-hmm. uh, this play after what we said they were 11 and 4, 11 and 2,
0: 4? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, no, they're, they're 11 and 2 next to 10 and yes. 4. Yes,
1: and if, if they keep this up, we could potentially be witnessing a finals Uh, preview here because we are we have the east and the west going at it, and let's talk about this matchup a little bit because it is elite. I mean, we're going to see high level basketball tonight with these two teams that are already off to a really, really hot start. And again, of course, we wish that we could see the point guard matchup and Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry, but. Kyrie Irving is still out uh, due to COVID-19 man's wilding. protocols while and out here in these streets for real. So let's talk about what's going to happen on the floor though. When these two teams go head to head, who are you predicting to win off the bat?
0: Uh, Brooklyn, I believe is a two and a half point favorite last time I checked. Let me pull up the old stats stats here. Um, I think it's going to be a, a good game, Jen. I really do. Um, I, it, can, it can go on either way. Honestly, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't have a leaning. I really don't have a leaning right now. Uh, I'm going to say, actually, Brooklyn's three and a half point favorite right now. Oh, yeah. Joe Harris is out for the for the Nets, um, and Paul Millsap is also out. That's going to hurt their depth some. Patty Mills has been great. I mean, the Draymond-KD match will be, of course, fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, as good as Draymond is, I mean, he knows. it's like, I'm, I'm going to work my ass off, but that's Kevin Durant. He's going to do his thing. And Bruce Brown said this last night. He's like... I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking to Steph. And I'm like, yeah, good idea, Bruce. Just (laughs) you just play your D and don't need to angry or awake these giants, right? Like you just do your job and, you know, pray like hell that you're in the right spot and you hope they miss. That's sometimes all you can do against these great players. But it'll be interesting, right? Because both teams, Durant knows the Warriors system. The Warriors know how Durant likes to play. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm going to say because they're home. I'm going to give the Nets a slight edge.
1: Mm, Okay. Okay. Uh, Real quick. What's going on with uh, our boy, Nick uh, Claxton here? When is this return Uh, going to
0: happen? So Claxton was out for a non-COVID illness. um, It's like a respiratory thing or something. And the thing about Nick is like, it takes him forever to ramp back up into playing shape. So he's ramping up. I don't think he'll be playing the night, but they're, they're working to get him back into shape so he can play. I think about a lot of these NBA players when they're sick, they're not, obviously can't work out so they lose they lose their cardio and who's mm-hmm. all there lose all that but claxton you know he's had a bit of a of a rough start to the season and this is an important year for him because he's extension eligible so he's got to kind of turn things around and start playing well
1: heck yeah uh nets are the favorite tonight i'm seeing with the odds um mm-hmm. hmm you know what just to spice it up a little bit i'll go with golden different. state because i'm Expecting a scoring tear from Steph Curry.
0: Why not? You're not going to go on that money line for Golden and State tonight, plus one thirty-five. Exactly. And they
1: also are coming off a loss to the Hornets, so they're probably like, "Dang, we got to mm-hmm. restore our, our reputation here."
0: <laughs> so let's go
1: do it on Brooklyn's floor. <laughs> <laughs> that is that that's all she wrote not really because we got to talk about the lakers a little bit here because yes they are going through a slump without lebron james with that uh abdominal strain that's kept him out for almost what two weeks here he is nearing a return possibly what do you know what is happening out here he's already missed nine games including uh two with a sprained ankle
0: so Woj is reporting that Friday looks like there's optimism that he'll be back in the lineup Friday for the Lakers. Um, look, I've said this before, Jenna. Every year that LeBron's been in L.A., he has missed part of every season with an injury. The biggest indicator of future injury is previous injury. This is, this is where we're at right now with LeBron James. Now, the Lakers were able to kind of sort of keep themselves afloat while he was out. So perhaps this nine games that he's been off will be helpful in terms of giving him some time to recover and get himself together. But, you know, that those, that ankle and the, the ab and the other strains, watch them. Watch them all season because he can get on a run where he's playing 10, 12 games in a row and the next thing you know, ooh, he's going to be out again, missing two to three weeks because he re-aggravated it, right? Once you aggravate these types of injuries, they don't just magically disappear and get better. You The chances of them getting reactivated again, very high. Look at this. We got the uh, LeBron James, Alex uh, Caruso, a little, little little love.
1: I love it.
0: I bet, the, I bet the Lakers wish they had Alex Caruso right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. He probably looked at that bench last night, even though he scored no points and was like, oh, yeah, look at us now. Hey.
0: they um, The Lakers, like, I mean, he came back to them and said, yo, would you be willing to do what the Bulls did? And they were like, no, nah, we're good. I was like, okay. Hey.
1: Listen, he probably didn't meet the age okay. range. We're older now.
0: <laughs> We're older. I love it. We're older. It. You have
1: to be certain age to get in this club.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't make it. It's fine. Uh, no, you would not. You're too young.
1: Whatever. <laughs> I would still sneak my way in. You know it. Of course. <laughs> hey, that's it. Um, listen, another shout out to our our new friends at the Props Network. This is going to be mm-hmm. a very fun relationship that yeah. we have here.
0: Yes. We are excited. Guys, thank you as always. So make sure you follow the Props Network. That's where you can watch us live stream every episode. Of course, you can still find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that. At seven footers pod on Twitter, at seven footers podcast on Instagram, at JS Hector, at Gentleman Selly. Thank you again. Shouts to the Props Network, Kyle, Sam, everybody over there. And of course, super producer Greg Alcala. Greg, you are awesome, my friend. We appreciate it. Until next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs> Spent a couple years out here with these raps, to had a plan that we may come true. Plot to some jobs, but I ain't here back. I don't wanna trap, what's a man gon' do? Chevy told me, come through to the spot, got a little kickback, bring the whole crew, right around 10, came dressed in the nines. You already know what we really finna do when we pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene.